You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Somebody has a broken rib. Yes, somebody does. What happened? That was basketball a couple of weeks ago, and uh, and I'm old and frail. And a guy elbowed me, and I didn't think it was broken. I thought it was just deeply bruised, but then it kept hurting every time I'd sneeze or cough or laugh or whatever. And so I went to the doctor and got the x-ray and called me yesterday. And it's not just, it's it's not broken. All, it's, it's cracked all the way through, he said. So Ouch. it's like he's. I'm surprised it's that bad. It, yeah, the guy, well, the guy nailed me. He cheap shot at him. He, he, he came from around. He, he thought Tom had maybe fouled him on a uh, prior play. Right. And he came he was, up and just, and he was he was angry. Angry rec league basketball player. Yep. Which is so pathetic. He's the guy that's still trying to make the team, Ricky. I, it's just... And he comes out of nowhere and elbows him and drops him and then gets into an argument. I'm sorry, but i got to defend you on this. Yeah. This guy's a jerk and he needs to stop playing. I, look, I, we, he and I made our amends and, and I, you know, we, we talked it out afterwards. I was, I was fairly upset. Good thing at the I time. wasn't there, mister. Oh, I know. No. It, I, I, believe me, I was, I was very upset at the time. He was very apologetic afterwards, so I mean that part is, as far as I'm concerned, it's I know you're a peacemaker. It's kind of it's in your nature. I've known you for a long time. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Exactly. But but this guy is an idiot, and and I hope that he actually, I hope that he actually takes a look at what he did because it's not the first time he's done it. That's the thing. Is it, you know if, if if you've got a little you know too much uh, energy, maybe maybe work it off in other ways. Ricky, you're yeah. 45 years old. You, know, you don't have stop, to keep stop, trying stop. to make the team. No, you're, you're making... He needs an anger man- management like class, yes. course, pamphlet, anything. Yeah. And are you going to tell him about it? I think we just did. I, here's the thing. I, mean, I think we did that. Part of the reason the you point. go out there to play is to blow off steam. So that part I understand. And 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 yeah, I, there's some truth to that when it comes to exercising. I mean, you know, you played for a long time too, and everybody gets upset now and then. Everybody has their brush up. And it I is think, a game. I think that uh, in in his defense, I, I think that it, he meant to, you know, like. Like like throw a hard screen on me or whatever. His elbow came out. And the, the, the moment got the better of him. All right. So right, there you well. go. And then he didn't he didn't factor in the fact that I'm a 50 year old frail guy. <laughs> it's just, it just uh, I, I'm I'm just happy that you know I I have an excuse to lay on the couch for at least another month. So I think I've never had a broken rib, but there's not much you can do about it, right? Yeah. It's it, it, surprisingly it doesn't hurt that bad all the time. Just when. Uh, like I said, I laugh or I cough uh, and, and breathe and live. No, I mean, most of the time it's, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. But just try not to be too funny today, and I think we'll be all right. No danger. These guys were just nominated for a People's Choice Awards for Best Group, Best Country Group. You can vote as many times as you want, and the awards show, I think, is November 11th. This has been a pretty good year for Dan and Shay. Very good year. They're they're doing quite well. And I read something where Dan Smyers, uh, because he's got songwriting credits for that song there, he actually could win as many CMAs in November as Chris Stapleton, even though he himself isn't singled out for five nominations because he's part of Dan and Shay. Um, if that makes sense, but no, I mean, it does. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome for only being around for a few years. Maybe they played our Nashville in the neighborhood down in Elk Grove, Boots on the Boulevard. I'm sorry. That's what it was when the train was going by. <laughs> oh, no, I remember that. I wasn't there, but I heard. That was the most awesome show ever. The next Nashville in the neighborhood is coming up in less than three weeks. General admission tickets are still available. It's a Dave's Pumpkin Patch. It's a great evening. You got a great lineup with Jimmy Allen, Chase Rice, and your headliner, Granger Smith, who, yes, is bringing with him his 
friend, Earl Dibbles Jr. Yes. Back to our big question, Cody. Name the TV show that these characters are from, okay? You have Chucky, you have Lillian, you have Phil, you have Angelica, you have Reptar. Name the TV show. Caitlin, go ahead. What do you think? Hi, Rugrats. Rugrats. You nailed it. Yay. All right. You got dinner for four at that hotbed of Millennial Dining Cracker Barrel. Yay. <laughs> Just where she belongs. Nice job. Give that big millennial cheer. Yay. I mean, I was hoping to text him, but you made me call. Yeah, so. That's the cheer that says all I have to look forward to is hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt and houses I can't afford. Pat, I know how you uh, how you love the minor league baseball team names. And maybe for your birthday, I'll get you jersey from uh, this team out of Madison, Alabama. They had a contest. They landed a, a minor league team. They started in 2020. And among the choices that fans could vote on were the... In, in Madison, by the way, they make uh, rocket parts, so it's also known as Rocket City. Okay. So uh, the, the possible name selections were the Rocket City Thunder Sharks, the Moon Possums, the Space Chimps, the Comet Jockeys. But the team, starting in 2020, will be known as the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Which, do you know what a trash panda is? It's a raccoon. <laughs> That's an awesome name, right? I mean, it's pretty great, yeah. I mean, there are some great minor league team names already. The New Orleans Baby Cakes, the Pensacola, Baby Cakes. The Pensacola Blue Wahoos, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, but the Rocket City Trash <laughs> Pandas. And the guy who came up with the name, he gets box seats for the first five seasons. No way. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And the, and the stadium is only like 2,500 People, it's just it's a small but team. Still, he's got the best, the best seats, right? <laughs> yeah. The trash pandas. They're now going to have a contest to come up with the actual logo, what the mascot is going to look like. But I mean, that as far as team names go, that's right up there near the top. And this neighbor for a while lived across the street, and uh, they had a kid named Cooper. Well, he's still around. But, and Cooper, when he was little, he was on a soccer team. And you know how you can pick your own name for your soccer. And I thought his soccer team had the best name ever. In fact, I would love this for a minor league team to pick it up and run with it. They were the pirate monkeys. <laughs> I mean, Isn't that, that outstanding? That's combining yeah. two really cool things. Yeah. Pirates and monkeys. monkeys. There you go. <laughs> parents ever embarrass you? It happens. And, and sometimes that's the rite of passage. When you're a parent at some point, you get to embarrass your kid. It's rite of passage, and it's your right as a parent to get to do this. Vicki and I, and I meant to talk about this earlier in the week, but it was, it was just so great. We were at this, um, there's a new uh, a brewery in Rockland called Moxa. And we were there over the weekend, um, and, and we were sitting next to a couple, and every day, and there was a food truck outside. It was a pizza truck, and there was a young lady who was bringing pizza in, and the place was packed. And, and every time she would walk by the table with the couple sitting next to us, she would, like, glare at them, right? Okay. And so we kind of put two and two together, and we say, does that happen to be your daughter? And they said, yeah. And, and Vicky says, are you here to embarrass her? Because it looks like that's what you're doing. And they started laughing. They go, yes, absolutely we are. That's the only reason we're here, that she didn't want us to come. So they, we start talking, and, 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 and they get everybody's attention. And they said, all right, next time. And, and this girl is trying to not come in very often because the parents are sitting right, right there as she walks in. They're the first people that she sees. And so she's outside and said, okay, next time Abby comes in because she's going to have to at some point. We want the whole place to do a little cheer for her. So they, we worked it up. And the next time Abby came in, all 50 or 60 of us in this place, she walks through with a couple of pizzas. And everybody goes, let's go, Abby. Let's go, Abby. Oh, my God. That pork. Did everyone do it? 
she every just about everybody in the place did oh it. Oh my god! At least on our side of the of the I group. I love pub. it. And what she, if it was her first day? It think, probably was. was. I think it might have been. Um, and and the death stare that she gave mom and dad when she walked by was one of the best. <laughs> Set of laser beams I have ever seen come from well, any she's child. she's a teenage girl, so. Was, and they so were, whatever they ordered, she probably went back to the cook and said, okay. <laughs> Did you ever see that DJ Qualls French toast scene from they, Road Trip? They already had their pizza. They played it smart. They got their pizza ahead of time. There you go. Yeah, they definitely Mom did. Mom and dad is smart. But it was one of the best parent moments I've ever seen. So we're asking on Facebook this morning, you know, what is... How did your parents used to, how did they embarrass you? Or, as a parent, how did you embarrass your kid? Did you have a go-to Well, in some way? A couple of weeks ago, we were up in Washington, and after the, the funeral was over, we're over at Deidre's parents' house, and her dad is just sitting there, just really quiet. He goes, hey, you know, Deidre and her sister used to have farting contest." Oh, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> and now here you are sharing it over the air for everybody to hear. Right. So her dad just embarrassed her even more. Just knowing that we have a 14-hour road trip on the way home, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Coming up with Pat and Tom. Uh, check- hot New Country, 105.1. Pat and Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. Jennifer Aniston was on Ellen this week and brought up her new film that she's working on called Dumplin'. Dolly Parton is doing some of the music, so Jen thought, hey, I'm going to invite her over for some dinner, where she joked about doing a duet with Parton. Then Jen said, literally last week we got an email from Sony with a schedule for the recordings, and there's Jen and Dolly on Tuesday, and I was like, this has got to be a joke. Well, it's not a joke, and she's still deciding whether or not to do it, so we'll watch out for that. One of the great things about country music is the respect its artists have for those who came before them. Case in point, John Osborne of the Brothers Osborne recently toured the Martin Guitar Factory where there is a 1947 Martin acoustic guitar kept behind glass because it once belonged to the late, great Hank Williams. And because John's a pretty great guitar player, the folks at Martin let him take it out of the glass and noodle around on it. John later tweeted about it, saying the guitar is full of ghosts. He also included a short video of him playing. And even though it's only 29 seconds long, you can see the reverence he has for the instrument. It's pretty cool. Check it out at KNCIFM.com. Season 13, America's Got Talent nearing the finale. Michael Ketter, one of the contestants. Everybody loves this guy for a number of reasons. One, you look at him and he just looks like a kind, nice human being. Two, he works with troubled youth. Three, he's also a worship leader. Number four. In total, we have six children, five adopted out of foster care. How about that? And and the ones adopted out of foster care, three of them have big-time challenges. But he and his wife are incredible people. And yes, the guy can sing. Don't you know you're beautiful? Michael, look, just when I think you can't be any nicer, then I then see what you do at work as well. I mean, you're an extraordinary human being, Michael, I have to tell you. I'm going to send a shout-out to somebody right now, and that person is Garth Brooks. Garth, if you're watching the show, please write Michael a song for the final, if he makes it into the final. I just had this feeling about you two having a connection. (laughs) I hope he gets this message, because I want to see... And there it is. Wow. Calling out Garth Brooks. There has been no response from Garth as of yet. It's a rite of passage for kids, and it's an absolute right for parents. Embarrassing your young ones, especially when they get into their teenage years. We're asking on Facebook this morning, what is your, if you're a parent, what's your best go-to move for embarrassing your kids? Or what was your parents' go-to for embarrassing you when you were a teenager? Cody. 
my dad always insists on driving a really crappy car, so he had this station wagon that was rusted and dented, and we were meeting up with a teacher, which I know sounds kind of creepy, but I swear he was a really great guy. He invited a bunch of us students out to play miniature golf, and I said to my dad as we were pulling up to the golf course, I go, you can just drop me off right here, which was like the beginning of the parking lot, hoping that he didn't really know where the start was, like where I had to enter or whatever. So he was like, no, 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 it's down there. Let's pull in here. I was like, no, dad, come on, come on. I mean, it's like, and I think I finally said to him, I go, it's the car. So my dad... He wasn't upset, but he just, exactly. He was like, I'm going to take up this opportunity to embarrass the heck out of my daughter. So he drove all the way up to the front, right as you walk in, was waving as I was going out. I think I slammed the door and I was just like, okay, just leave, leave. So embarrassed, but I deserved it now that I think about it. Tom, this still bothers me. So I'm actually uncomfortable sharing this with you. In the 26 years we've worked together, my dad had nicknames for all of us kids. And he would make up these dumb sayings, these dumb little jingles, if you will. <laughs> Help him remember it, probably. It, yeah. It, it just it, because he was just a fun-loving guy. And he would do this. This embarrassed me my whole life. It wasn't just teenage years. I think the only time I wasn't uncomfortable when he would do this was when I was like five. He would. My friends would come over. Or we'd be at a high school football game, and he'd see me. And he would yell at the top of his lungs. <laughs> I can't even do it. There he goes. Tommy Tukin set for fame. Tommy Tukin, who's to blame? I don't even know what that meant. And he would say that at the top of his lungs, and it would just embarrass the crap out of him. I'm blushing I'm right now. Quit it's so, at me it's that so way. innocent, though. It is pretty innocent. God. I even just said it wrong. It was Tommy Tukin set for. Tommy Tukin's is his name. Tommy Tukin set for fame. That's what it was. I mean, it really doesn't make any sense. It makes no, no sense at all. But he would do that like right up until. I think the- any time that you, you have a, a mom or your mom or your dad and they're yelling something that's kind of, you know, they get it, you don't. Or like uh, like Shannon says, uh, she would get dropped off in front of school and her mom would go, make good decisions. Bye. Have a nice day. Anytime you have that going on. Yeah. I mean, I've made a conscious effort to not deliberately embarrass my kids just based on the way that my dad would... Um, not do. true, Tom. No, I, I feel don't. like you more than anyone embarrass your kids all the time. Oh, I feel I like you tell me so. stories a lot. I, I have never embarrassed my son, Lucas. <laughs> I would not put that that picture that I'm showing you right now on social media that was Is taken he when he... Into he was He was four at the time. You're worse than my dad. And we had pictures, <laughs> we had family pictures taken at the state capitol, and he had to go pee. And I was trying to get Dimitri, and he's over at the rose bushes, and a photographer captured him just as he's pulling his underpants up after he's peed on the rose bushes at the state capitol, and I'm sure I was going to be arrested. We have saved nice. the photo, and I cannot wait to meet his future wife. Because <laughs> that's the first thing she's getting Am shown. I? My mom used to call me Joe Pat in front of my dates. <laughs> Joe Pat. Right. Joe Pat. Because your name is... Come on, Joe. Mom. Yeah. I, my real first name is Joseph, but I was yeah. never, even from day one, called that. So she would do that on purpose uh-huh. just to embarrass me. Your parents ever do anything like that? All I did was volunteer at one of Emma's dances in high school. That was enough. Just my existence in the same area as her was enough. I got the eye roll. I got that, uh, all of that stuff. We asked on Facebook. There's some great answers. Rachel, I teach at my son's middle school, and while he's not in my class, he often walks by it. When I see him and he doesn't acknowledge me, I just yell across the quad, Love you, James! 
He and all his friends just shake their heads and look away. But he'll remember that later. Absolutely. Right now, it's awesome that she does that. Michelle says, when I would leave on a date, my mom would always say, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. I didn't even know until much later when I heard the third part what that even meant. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> if you want to see the third part, head on over to our Facebook page at KNCI Pat and Tom. And Cindy, when she was in high school, she'd be on the phone. And what happened, Cindy, with your dad? My dad would sit there when he thought it was time to get off the phone and scream at the top of his lungs, Bye! Bye! Time to say goodbye now! <laughs> over and over. All right, so let's let's role play here. I'm on the I'm you, and I'm on the phone talking to my buddy, Pat, and you're your dad, okay? Okay. So, Pat, are you going to go to that dance on Friday night? I don't know. I haven't asked Bye. you. Bye! Bye! Time to say goodbye now! God, Dad, stop! Bye! <laughs> Bye. Hey, Cindy? Yeah! Bye! Now, the good stuff with Pat and Tom. 89-year-old woman pulled into a Sitco gas station in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, which is a um, mid-level community as far as finances go. She got out of her car, walking with a cane, took her forever to get inside, and when it was her turn, she dumped $3 and change onto the counter and said she'd like some gas. I said, no problem. Turned the pump on from the inside, and she struggled to walk back. There was a police officer who witnessed all this, and he followed her out and just talked to her along the way and found out that her husband had passed away about a year ago and that things were a little tough for her. And because it was so hard for her to walk, he said, you know what? Let me pump the gas for you. She said, fine. That would be great. Unbeknownst to her, he had slipped a guy on the counter inside a $20 bill, and he filled up her tank. I mean, that's that's another, what we talk about, recognizing a moment and taking advantage of it for, for the better. And the picture of him leaning into her car, like talking to her when it was all over, is, is one of those pictures that is indeed worth a thousand words and then some. And you can see it on our uh, webpage at KNCIFM.com. Pat and Tom, New Country 105.1.